Former President Trump is also considering a run for the White House in 2024. If you can give me a simple yes or no answer, and we'll, we'll give you time to explain as well, would you support a Trump 2024 run? Yes, I would. And let me tell you, go. President Trump is my friend. Has nothing to do with. Has nothing to do with that. He's my friend. I won't uh, leave my allies, which is what Senator Warnock and Joe Biden did in Afghanistan. They left their allies. They left their allies, and right now on a foreign stage. A lot of these people don't trust us no more. They don't trust us to be strong anymore. So they're waiting to see who's going to stand up, who's going to trust. And, I, and I, they have no one to trust right now because I said President Trump is my friend. And he won't stand up with Biden when yet he's voted with him 96% of the time. Let's be real. For those of you who are concerned about uh, uh, voting for me, a uh, non-politician, I want you to think about the damage politicians like Joe Biden and Raphael Warnock have done to this country. I want you to think about Raphael Warnock, what he said today. And I said he was going to try to give you some smooth talk and tell you what's happening. What's happening is this country is hurting. What's happening is we need leaders. So what I want to say to you, Senator Warnock, is I want to thank you. I want to thank you for this. But at the same time, I want to say Georgia needs leaders. They need leaders that's going to stand up for them. So let's think about if we give Senator Warnock six more years, think of what this country will become. I'm not sure if we can make up for that. Gentlemen, so thank I said you. vote for Herschel Walker. Well, welcome back. It's Monday. You know me. I'm all for voting for people that are non-politicians. I uh, always like the idea of it. I think it's better when somebody's not an established person that has been there for decades upon decades. I like to see the fresh blood going in and out. People that feel they need to throw their hat in the ring and they got to get in the arena just for a short time to help straighten things out, do their patriotic duty, and then get out and get back to life as it should be. I don't think anybody should be in Washington for uh, 30, 50 years. That's kind of a joke. I mean, people have gotten to a point now where they make careers out of being a politician, when in the past it wasn't that way. You had a life and a career outside of politics. You took a pause in your life because you felt that you needed to do something to assist the country. Maybe you saw it going in a bad direction. You wanted to jump in there for a short period of time, two years, four years, six years, get back out and get back to the life that you left and continue on. So... Vote Herschel Walker for sure. I think he would do very well in Georgia. I mean, the alternative is a guy who uses God as a shield to try to pretend that he is a righteous person to fool people so he can get into Washington and get his progressive, radical ideas on the floor and try to infect this country with them. So Herschel Walker is the way to go. You know, and I do like that he stuck by his friend because Donald Trump has stuck by him the entire time. And at that moment where a lot of people would get weird when they ask that question because they don't want to hurt themselves politically, you know, you stand for something or you fall for anything. So it's better that you stand with your friends. That man has supported him his entire time, and Herschel Walker has reciprocated that. He has supported Donald Trump the entire time, so I did like that. It is a new week, and in this new week, I know that most of you by now, and if you haven't, I don't know if you want to see it, it's a little disturbing, uh, Sleepy Creepies back at it again, inappropriately touching young ladies' 
Yeah, 14-year-old girl putting his hand on her shoulder. The video is, he puts his hand on her shoulder and he tells her no serious dating till you're 30. Now, I, I don't know how you, why you would say that to a 14-year-old. I, I play it out in my mind, okay? If I'm, if I'm the president and I'm there and I'm giving a speech or I'm taking pictures, some of the things that I would say, I'm just going to throw myself, my, my own thoughts out here would be, you know, be good. Be good, try hard, do well in school, be good for your mom and dad. Maybe ask them a question, what do you aspire to be? Is there anything you want to be when you get older? Sky's the limit, try hard, never give up, dream big. I mean, <laughs> normal things that you would expect. How about just simple, something as simple as thank you and, and have a wonderful day. It's always something weird with this guy. So if you're not doing the things that you're being accused of, which, you know, the old saying, where there's smoke, there's fire. When you're showering with your daughter up into her early teen ages and stuff, <laughs> yo, there's something wrong there, okay? Uh, so, uh, but if, if there's not, by some odd chance, you're making it look worse because of the things you do. It's just not a normal conversation to tell a 14-year-old, uh, you know, no serious dating till you're 30. Uh, what, what, what does that mean? Does that mean that uh, what, she should sleep around till she's 30 and don't get serious with anybody till then? Is that, what that, what, is that what that means? Or are you telling her no dating at all until she's about 30? There's so many different ways you could think about that comment, and it could go in so many different directions. It's just a weird comment. And, of course, he's the one doing it. What a big surprise. I mean, speaking of pedophiles, because you know what? I, we, we have to address this problem in the United States. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Where I saw this originally was Libs of TikTok. I'll give her another shout out. She's good at, at finding these. I didn't catch this. It's on Fox News. I do peruse Fox News from time to time, but that is not one of my go-to um, companies for news. It's not one of the ones that I am religiously on. You, I, other ones I like more. Just the News is probably one of my favorite ones, uh, followed by Breitbart. I do like Breitbart. Um, the Daily Wire, The Blaze, Washington Examiner, I'll check out the New York Post. I'll check out Fox News from time to time. I go on CNN to see what kind of nonsense is going on there. I'll go on CBS to see what they got going on. But definitely not one that I'm heavily involved in. So she ends up tagging an article, uh, at least 219, or 269, excuse me, K through 12 educators arrested on child sex crimes in the first nine months of this year. When you read through this, pretty disturbing. Um, out of the 269 educators, that included four principals, two assistant principals, 226 teachers, 20 teacher aides, and 17 substitute teachers. At least 199 of the arrests, or 74%, were involved in alleged sexual crimes with students. Uh, the majority of the crimes there, 80% of them anyways, were committed by men. And that's not a surprise. Usually when it, you start talking about that, it's more rare to see a woman doing something like that. The crimes ranged anywhere from grooming to inappropriate touching to full-on rape. So it's, it, was, it runs the gambit. And they have some really 
really nasty jokers in here, to be honest with you. I mean, you, you go through the whole thing, it's, it's pretty bad. Um, some of these people, you wonder how they, how they get through the cracks. Now, I know that 269 is a big number because when you factor in the school year, it's basically one per day. One per day has been arrested with something around the entire United States. Now, the entire United States, there is an estimated, in public schools at least, 3.2 million teachers, okay? Which means that the arrests are, of the 3.2 million, are .0084, which you may say, well, that's, that's not bad, but <laughs> one is bad. 269 is beyond the pale. And... Have you heard about hardly any of these at all? You hear them from time to time, but being that there's 269, don't you think that all media outlets should be shining a light on this situation? How many do we need to report before we say there is some type of a national problem here and that there has to be an even harder or deeper check into these educators that people are hiring into their past you got to check into their into what they're doing currently their social media you have to see if there's any signs reports I don't know how detailed they're checking these people out but it always seems like they slip through the cracks somehow or some way and there should be heavy emphasis on what's happening here all over we should be hearing this non-stop but in typical fashion the, the media outlets that you hear this from are either right-leaning, conservative outlets, or a very neutral, independent outlet, which is hard to find, but they exist. You'll hear about these types of things. The left, it's like, it's quiet as a church mouse. Where are they at on this? How come nobody's saying anything? Why isn't this more uh, uh, in your face? Why is it so quiet this is a big problem in the United States. Children's lives are being destroyed by monsters. I mean, aren't the children worth fighting for? Shouldn't we all at least agree on that, that the kids are worth fighting for? Where's the left on this? And, and I'm calling them out specifically because once I got this article, I started perusing other websites. It's not so easy to find unless it's a conservative website. Why isn't the left reporting any of this? If it is, it's a select few. Why aren't they all running this story? We're talking about one a day now. You're one arrest a day. Don't you think that's worth reporting? Don't you think that should be a conversation? Don't you think that that should be brought to parents' attention so you could be talking to your children more and making sure nothing is happening? We have to do better in America. When things like this slip through the cracks, we have to do better. I have to do better finding these things. i got to find more of them myself. But we have to do better as a country, and what is most important are our children. And they need to be first and foremost, and these are the types of things we have to be alerted about, we need to be paying attention to and watching. It should be addressed regardless of whatever your political ideology beliefs are or who paid you off in in the news in, in the media uh, companies this needs to be talked about we have to do better that's a sad story i mean that many children uh, one of these guys here a teacher been doing it for decades 
Yeah, and, you know, and, and this comes off of another story that I saw in um, broad daylight. And I, th- I want to say it's L.A. It's reading a lot, and I, and I definitely I do remember, at least I read that on The Blaze. I, I want to say the guy was in L.A. It was in, it was in California. Let's just say it was in California. Uh, broad daylight, this grown man gets a hold of a 14-year-old boy who he takes into a bathroom and rapes him. I mean, and they got him on video. Not, not, not the actual act, but they have him on video where he grabbed a hold of him. The way he's walking with his arm around him, you could tell that it was a bad situation. And this poor, this poor young kid, you know, it gets this monster got a hold of him. You know, we just got to do better. You know, the, the, these are the things that are important. All right, something that is less important, and I would love to have seen this for myself. I'll play the audio. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll like it because I'm definitely oh I'm going all in on her after that. Here's that. And that's what this is all about. Secret Service said they have dissuaded him from coming to Capitol Hill. They told him they don't have the resources to protect him here. So at the moment he is not coming, but that could change. Oh, he comes. I'm going to punch him out. This oh, is my mom. I would pay to see that. I'm waiting for this for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. Ooh, big tough guy. I'm going to punch him out. This is what I've been waiting for. Ooh, I'd pay to see that. You know what? <laughs> it's all. It's also very dumb. Uh, but I'd like to see it, too. I'd like to see the boozer. I'd like to see her take a shot at the, at the president. Uh, number one... You should go to jail just for threatening that you're going to hit the president. Number two, you're wrong as a politician. You should know how to act better than that, especially at her age. Number three, I'm sure she's got brittle bone disease by this point. So I would love to see her take a shot at the champ and uh, probably break every bone in her hand if she could even hit him. Depends how much she's drinking that day. She may see three of them there and take a swing at the wrong one and go flying and just hurt herself. (laughs) Stupid old lady. I can't even imagine. Another problem with that video is because of the time it was taken, all of her aides that are around her are all masked up. But of course, her being the elite, she don't have to wear a mask. She's got her mask down and she's talking openly to everybody. You see, I never believed in coats. I don't really care. But if we're going to point things out and we're going to point out hypocrisy and they always want to turn the tables on everybody, on everything that's said and done and whatnot, well, let's do it on her too. Why weren't you wearing your mask at the time, Nance? Huh, Nancy, why weren't you wearing it? I just had a curiosity. Are you that much better than your staff? Are, that, are they that much lower than you that you didn't have to wear your mask? Is this how politicians are supposed to act? Do you think she would break her hand? <laughs> I just like to know. So inappropriate, and there should be an investigation into it. But you know what's even funnier than that is that during the entire January 6th moment, all this footage that we know they have archived and they have, they won't show it to us. Nancy Pelosi actually had a news camera following her around to document her day. You're only seeing bits and pieces of what they want you to see. I guess maybe in their world, they thought that that made Nancy Pelosi look tough. (laughs) Uh, 
And so they decided to air that one for whatever reason. She should be charged with threatening a president. She should be, she should be charged with threatening to hurt the president. Threatening to hit the president. And then she said she'll go to jail happily. Oh, well, let's be honest. Do you think she'd go to jail? It's all stupid. I had to bring it up just because it's so stupid. She is so stupid. At her age, that's how you're going to act. God, I hope when I'm that age, I mean, what is she now? She's about 130, 140 years old. Half the time her teeth are falling out as she's been uh, uh, hit, the, hit the 5 o'clock bar somewhere in the world at 6 a.m. But I hope by the time I get to that age, I don't regress back to adolescence time and act like a child and I behave as an adult. I hope that wisdom has been bestowed upon me. That I'm a little smarter than that, and I'm not going to make such stupid comments. Nancy Pelosi. Idiot. All right, a quick election update, and we're just going to go GOP versus Dems, state by state here. Georgia, GOP, all-inclusive. It's at about 50% to 39. They're plus 11. Pennsylvania, GOP's 48 to 43, plus 5. Wisconsin, GOP's 46 to 42, plus 4. Michigan, GOP's 48 to 44, plus 4. And Arizona, GOP's 47 to 44, which gives them a plus 3. Uh, All-inclusive, you know, as far as polls go. So, some races, obviously, the GOP, it's leaning harder that way. Probably in all races. Races are starting to tighten up. Some of them are looking pretty good, and they're starting to run away. Like, here in the state of Florida, Ron DeSantis... You know, we all get out there and do what we're supposed to do. He's going across the finish line without any issues. Um, and you're starting to see a turn in the tide. Herschel Walker's race is looking better. Oz's race is looking better. Lake's race is looking better. You're seeing a lot of real positive shifts that's really tightening the numbers. And even in some polls, you're starting to see some GOP leaders. I hope it goes well. That's what we're all praying for. But as we're getting closer and closer, and I think the polls begin to get a little bit more accurate, we're getting to a pretty good point here where the outcome is looking favorable for us. All right, climate change. You know I'm all over climate change. You know, I saw a report from CBS that a billion Alaskan uh, snow crabs or king crabs are missing. They can't figure it out. The headline's a little misleading because you think it's a billion this year, but it's not. It's actually over the course of two years that the population has dwindled or dropped. They can't figure out what the cause of it is or where they have gone. There's all kinds of theories being floated around right now, whether it is sickness, they had some type of disease spread, which killed a lot of them out. Some people said they you know, found a shelf in the ocean there and they all did a head dive off the shelf. Others use climate change and say that the wa- the waters are warm are rapidly warming. Excuse me, why well, I couldn't get that out? Are rapidly warming, and so they it's killing them off, or they're possibly moving further north from where the traditional fishing grounds are to accommodate the uh, to get to more accommodating water for what they need. Right now, it's all in theory. Nobody knows why, but they do know that your local seafood restaurants that you go to or your all-you-can-eat crab buffets that you like to go to, you're going to probably either have a hell of a spike in the price, like everything else, or option B, you're not going to be able to get that delicacy anymore. I'm not a big seafood. I, 
this is going to be a shocker to most because uh, I am in Florida, and I think that most people, I think most people in the United States, when you are not from Florida, we are almost viewed as kind of like a Hawaii to a lot of people. So even though I live in a supposed tropical paradise, uh, seafood is not my thing. I, I'm not a connoisseur of it. Uh, I don't care for lobster. I don't care for crab. I don't hardly do any fish at all. If any, I, the, I get probably the most you're going to get me to do is if somebody knows how to make a good fried fish, <clears throat> and I'm talking about the white, like the cod meat, uh, and a sandwich. That's probably the best you're going to get out of me. I'm just, that's not my thing. I don't do the seafood thing. So that wouldn't have much impact on me. But other Floridians down here, believe me, the uh, seafood restaurants are out of control. It's, they're probably going to suffer because of this issue. I'm going to go back to the article. They want to blame it on whatever they want to blame it on. And naturally, their thing is climate change. Well, you know, that's a hot topic for the Dems. You know, they're always talking about climate change and they want to throw a ton of money at it, actually more money than we could ever hope to have uh, as a country at climate change to slow the destruction of the earth. And, you know, I always have to go in on this and I always have to talk about energy. Well, a really good article came out in the Daily Wire, or Daily Caller, excuse me. I actually like this article. Um, I'm going to give it to you, break it down. I should probably just read it for you verbatim because it's a lot of information uh, and it's everything that I've been saying to you for a couple years now on how inefficient all this green technology is. So I'm going to just give you bits and pieces of the article, which will make it a little bit more tolerable instead of it being me sitting here reading you a book. Industry experts have long bemoaned that the unreliability of renewables like wind and solar while they are right to do so, let's try to understand why the answer has to do with the uh, capability factors, which is a rating that all energy sources have based on how much energy they could produce under perfect, perfect circumstances divided by how much energy they actually produce. For example, if a coal plant has, a, has the capacity of producing 720 uh, megawatts of energy per year or million watts, megawatts per year, but only can actually produce 432 megawatts, we would say that the plant is only producing around 60% of what it could produce under perfect circumstances. A 60% uh, capacity factor, which, which gives it a 60% capacity factor rating. For comparison, nuclear plants, and you know how much I am an advocate of nuclear plants, uh, have an astonishing capacity factor of 91%, while wind Energy provides a dismal 25% and solar provides even less at 20%. Solar is at its peak only during sunny days and is almost non-existent during inclement weather or at night, which, <clears throat> which is its peak time for energy demand. The average American household uses roughly 890 kilowatts of electric, electricity per month and peak energy use is roughly around 6 p.m. when the sun is being set. Because solar and wind provide such unreliable energy, they must be backed up with reliable baseload energy, typically in the forms of natural gas or coal. This process is called cycling, and cycling fossil fuels is an inefficient process that results in increased fossil fuel emissions. This is occurring in Germany right now under the uh, energy, wi uh, energy wind 
where the country has forced is or no was excuse me forced to burn high emission uh, lignite coal to meet energy demands that cannot be serviced by renewables. It goes on to say here, this is one that I'm very big on. How much land do you need to produce the amount of power that we need? So here it is. Large solar farm farms like the Gemini Project in Nevada take up over 7,000 acres of land to produce less than 700 megawatts of energy. To produce 1,000 megawatts, a farm needs an incredible, a wind farm, excuse me, needs an incredible 23,000 acres. Alternative sources like nuclear, a nuclear power plant requires just 1.3 square mile, which is 832 acres to produce the same amount of energy. Environmentalists around the country are also now finding out that solar plants and transmission lines are having disastrous effects on wildlife and are thus subject to the same regulations that prohibit coal and gas development. There it is, science. Now, I know the Democratic Party likes to call themselves the party of science when it comes to uh, (laughs) man-made diseases for control or when it comes to abortion or anything that they uh, attach their name to, they are all of a sudden the masters of science, like climate change. But the fact is, when you dig into real science, in fact, it proves your point every time. Now, I know I get hassled because I am not a fan of green energy. I do not think we should be making the transmission to it. I think that we need to develop, and I've said this to you multiple times, an energy source that's reliable and it is equal to fossil fuels. Once we do, let's make the transition. No problem. Until that time comes, I think it's unnecessary. You tell me that what they are doing is more or is it less harmful to the environment? You just heard me tell you that if we open a nuclear plant, not only does it produce more power because it's more efficient and running at a 91% capacity, uh, it also requires you le- requires less deforesting. You don't need the size land that you need for these other crappy renewable sources. If you further read into this article, it starts explaining to you about loads. That if you have too much load on electric lines, it can cause all kinds of fire damage and whatnot. So most solar farms, when they're producing their mo- the, the, the most electricity that they can, they're having to have other companies come and take the electricity so it's not being used just to make sure that they protect the system. So in other words, <laughs> it's useless. Uh, at least that's how I see it. It is absolutely useless. Okay. But it's never been about climate change. It's never been about saving the planet. It's never been about any of those things. We all know what it's about. I've said it over and over. You read it everywhere. I believe that I talk to smart people. Okay, What is it all about? Let's all say it together. One, two, three, control. They do what they do to control you. Think about it from their point of view. If you control energy, you control food, You can bend the will of all the people in the United States any way you want to because people need food and they need energy. So you control those two things and whether we want to or not, we're going to have to participate or play along or figure out a way to survive without them. It's going to be kind of tough to survive without food. So you make people bend to your will. 
That's what this is all about. That it's what this is what it's always been about and what it's going to be about. So we, the people, need to know this, spread the word, tell the truth to everybody else, rally the troops, get them to see the truth in what you're telling them. You know, it's it's not uh, lying to people and bamboozling people. You want to show them the facts so they understand that you are being lied to, that they are being lied to. And the more people that see that and they come to that realization that the government is lying to you to control you, the easier it's going to be for us to take back control of this country and get back to a, a good life. You know, right now, we're all struggling. We, I think we all want to get back to a good life where we can breathe a little bit. You have a little bit extra in the bank. You're not always so stressed out every time you go to the store. I think we want to get back to some, some type of a decent lifestyle. And I, the more we get everybody on board, the easier it'll be to get back to that point. All right. Well, here we go again. We're starting a week all over again. <laughs> I hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, please rate and review me. It's always a great help, especially on Apple. If you want to check out anything else that I do, any articles that I find interesting that I post, go to my website, littlejoecc.com. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can also go to the contact section. Send me a message, and I always do my best to respond, unless you're just a total jackass, in which case you're not going to get a response. But if you ask a reasonable question, even if you don't like what I have to say, but you are cordial about it, you will get a response. That much I guarantee you. Uh, Beyond that, I hope you have an absolute wonderful day. It is Monday. We're getting a week started. Let's just get to it. We'll do it again tomorrow.